Hi, hello everyone and welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hiya. Hi, welcome everyone. Um, make sure you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, I'm Alexandra. Sorry, I'm trying to think what am I, what do I want to say? <laughs> I'm Diana. Welcome. Yeah. I've just realised I got out of the bath and haven't creamed my legs. Hi, Let me just go and reach for my cream. <laughs> my um, legs are so dry. Go on, get get your cream. You can you can cream your legs while we while we record this podcast. You know we like to be moisturised. Except you know I have nails. to like not moisturise on Tuesdays. On what? 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 Oh. Yeah, basically, I have to not moisturize on Tuesdays because I have pole. Oh, and like every time I go, like there's there's been a few times I've gone and she's like, "Have you put moisturizer on?" I'm like, "No, I actually haven't." (laughs) Like there was one week where like my shower, the shower wasn't, we didn't have hot water. Yeah. So that day I was just like, because it was meant to be getting fixed that day. So that day Mm -hmm. I had a, I had had a shower I think the night before. And so that day it was just like, okay, look, I'm just not, I'm going to just shower after pole because yeah. I need to not moisturize anyway. So let me just do that. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, she's like, oh, you've put moisturizer on. I was like, I literally, look, I'm sorry, this week? No, no, you can't even <laughs> accuse me this week because my shower isn't even working. The shower is not even working. That's really she's sad. like, oh, she's like, oh, sorry about that. She goes, you smell good anyway. I'm just like, <laughs> baby, no, I don't. <laughs> I did not Wait, smell good. Wait, your shower isn't, feel like isn't working. Good. So what are you doing? Oh, it's working now. It wasn't. It wasn't before because we had to keep calling them out to fix it because we didn't have hot water. Oh. So literally I was like, I had to just, I had to either. So what it was, we'd have two seconds of hot water mm. and I would literally go, go under with, with the two seconds and it would go cold. Yeah. I'll turn it off. I'll soak myself up turn it back on hope that I'd have that hot water again and rinse it off literally that's what I was doing mm. and then I would have to wash my face in the sink um, that's really with the, sad with the cold water because now it's just not working it, like yeah we had that for a good week and a half but then it just wasn't people, working because we didn't have heating at first as well some people they choose to do that every day like <laughs> I sent you a video of like <laughs> A YouTube shorts and it was like oh, yeah. these guys were talking about um, one of their friends these white guys and they were like oh one of our friends doesn't um, wash on Christmas day he doesn't shower on Christmas day and everyone was like what and they were like he just he gets so excited <laughs> and he's he, he's in such a Christmasy mood that he forgets to wash and I just thought but that's how forget I don't how at some point in the day like you'll be feeling a bit frowsy and it's just like let me just wash my balls yeah like do you brush your teeth like like yeah surely like exactly you've been in the bathroom yeah like okay okay don't don't get me wrong yeah because I understand where you have those days where maybe like there might be one day in the weekend where you just stay in bed all day so maybe Mm. you won't shower I get that. Mm. But then you stay in your bed all day. If you're going downstairs. Yeah. I don't do that, so if I don't really know. If you're with I just, people. Uh, I, okay, I've, like, I'll admit, I've done that. And especially times when I've been depressed. Yeah. When I've been depressed, there's times when I've just been like, I'll stay in my bed and I won't come out my bed. Like, I mm. won't even eat anything. I won't, I'll just be in my bed. Really? So, like, there's oh times God. when I've, when I, when I've done that. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I just can't imagine yeah. it. Not in this accommodation. I haven't mm. been so so depressed since moving here, but mm. <laughs> but like yeah, like there's times when oh like I'll go through phases, I'll go through like kind of depression states where I would not leave my bed all weekend. Oh my god. And then when it comes to then like then it'd be like okay I'm gonna be going to work so let me get in the shower now and obviously I'm gonna be as in like Sunday night Mm. will come and it's like okay I'm gonna be working tomorrow so I need to start looking like a human again so let me get in the shower now on the Sunday night Mm. and then obviously I'll shower in the Monday in the morning as well but it's like so I've had those days and I've had days where yeah so I've had those weekends so a lot of the time it'd be like I'm depressed yeah (laughs) or like and or but I don't leave my bed those times but how how mad is it that you have to go have like a weekend like that or a few days like that and then you still have to go to work on Monday it's like it's still taboo in the workplace you can't you can't say to your manager look I'm feeling like (laughs) depressed I'm having a depressed episode I can't actually work right now like you can't like the the people work love to to, like dish out like resources like on mental health and say oh like we're here to help and stuff but Uh, yeah they don't like to actually talk about the complexities of like mental health problems yeah yeah my like my depressive episodes had to stay for the weekend yeah like I used to um but I used to use work as a reason to get out of my bed <laughs> like, yeah. like at least this is getting me outside yeah, like that, that literally got to a point where it's like at least I'm at least I'm getting outside and I have to go outside kind of thing um mm. But yeah, and it's like, at least I can pretend to be human kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So it just feels like I'm kind of in some kind of survival modes. So like, I won't lie and pretend like I've, like I've showered every single day of my life. Yes. Like I won't lie. <laughs> pretend like I've done that. But <laughs> but yeah, if I'm if I'm around people and I'm around, okay, if I had Christmas day, yeah. Hmm. And I wasn't around anyone. And even when I've been depressed, I'll brush my teeth at some point. Yeah, like, same. <laughs> brush I my teeth. If, I, if I'm going to yeah. eat something, I'll have to, I would have had to brush my teeth before. So mm. th- there is some hygiene there kind of thing. But yeah, like, yeah. And yeah, I'm just like, if I'm going to be around family and stuff on Christmas day, I understand, okay, you get up early, you can go down in your pajamas, mm. um, brush your teeth, and then kind of have breakfast in your pajamas and stuff. But then after that, everybody gets ready because like we've opened presents and that, so now we're going to chill. So we might as well get ready, even if yeah. it's like, even if you're going to have like a pajama day, that you have the special Christmas pajamas that you'll yeah. shower and then get in the special Christmas pajamas, right? Yeah, it's true, and it's like everyone at some point. Someone said this in the video. They're like everyone at some point they. That maybe once the presents are open, you all go get ready for the day. Like you all freshen up. So why have you like skipped the shower part <laughs> and you've just yeah. gone straight to the putting the clothes on? Even if you have shower like, in imagine the evening, like you're cooking food. Hmm. You're cooking all that food and you haven't showered. Yeah. Oh. Have they and even washed their hands? Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think it's when when I so for Christmas Day I put on like makeup and like maybe yeah. I've, I've ate loads, I've drank alcohol, and like when I'm like that, it's like I want to wash more. Like I will, I will maybe have two showers in a day because I I've got a whole face of makeup on. I'd rather go in the bath and like cleanse my face or the shower and cleanse my face properly than 
like just do it in the sink but like I don't know it's like do you so if you're saying you haven't showered because you've been so excited for Christmas day have you also not washed your face have you also not brushed your teeth have you also like what, what do you like wipe when you've been to the toilet like how how excited are we on a scale of, <laughs> of like not washing yeah. I, I, don't, of, I don't get of- it one to Christmas excitement. How mm. excited are we? One to not turning on the shower. <laughs> How excited. But yeah, that was oh, just gosh. something. It was probably just a throwaway comment anyway, but I heard it and it just stuck with me. I was like, that that's not yeah. nice. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> yeah great yeah mm. yeah anyway sorry how was your week as well How how's the week been you know I can't even think what I've done oh I went to Paris for a day you know living that model lifestyle I went to Paris for uh, a day kill 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 and um we love that for you yeah I was only there for like two hours and then like I got there did the shoot and then went back home <laughs> so I didn't get time to explore but it just felt oh, weird because it was just like so I'm in a foreign country for two hours and now I'm back home like it, it's just a bit wild um like it's nothing yeah but, to be honest that train to Paris though actually is nothing oh, honestly I feel like I've become it's quicker to expert. get to Paris than it is to get to Edinburgh yeah I, I just it's unbelievable it's like an amazing train like you can just go on I've been going on with my packed lunches now and like and like my own drinks and everything because yeah. I'm ready like I, I know the procedure I know the security I'm getting procedure getting upset I, over people having family try them on the train oh my god why are so many families going to Paris during term time like do your kids not go to school it's like what I don't I don't know if it was term time Oh, well it was in December when I went in December and there was just kids screaming and I thought Jesus Christ like it's it's literally 8 a.m. no it was 7 a.m. when I got that train why are you screaming and shouting mm. at your iPad and then the other time the kids were playing like cards and stuff and actually they weren't kids they were like teenagers with their like parents were playing cards at like 9 a.m. and I just thought you wouldn't naturally be playing cards at 9 a.m. at home so why are you doing it here why not just read a book no <laughs> it's not? just annoying like we don't why need family entertainment on oh no I just I find it annoying <laughs> like if a family gets out a deck of cards on a train like you're oh, annoying <laughs> I feel like we should um roll up this conversation mm. like in whatever 10 plus years time when we have kids or whatever I think I'll <sighs> come back to this conversation and I'll see if you've got a change of heart <laughs> or a change of mind <laughs> I just honestly I can't imagine the day that I have kids because I don't know how I'll keep them entertained like I want children but like just knowing so you've got maybe, to go to maybe these you'll bring extremities. Out a pack of card games. No, like, does it get to that? Does it get to that stage? Maybe, maybe they'll be screaming at their iPads. <laughs> I'll give them a book. My my kids are they're not getting electronics; they're getting books. <laughs> that's all they're getting. Oh, that's funny. But, um, okay. Yeah, my week, my week generally has been alright. I just can't remember what's happened. Oh, the weekend, I just chilled like I'm, I'm trying to just chill and do things that I enjoy that's my life mm. at the moment what about you oh sorry yeah every keeps stealing my parcels who and every who's every what is every that every once known as Hermes have oh. been stealing my parcels oh they've they've rebranded I didn't even um, know 
What do you mean you didn't know? Everyone's shouting about every. No, literally. I <laughs> it's the exact maybe... same colours, but they're called it every. Oh. Have you not had any... Did you not... Have you not ordered anything? No, I've been getting parcels, but they're, they're all from Royal Mail. They're not from Hermes or wherever they are. Oh. Yeah, every rebranded about like six months ago. So Hermes rebranded to I'm sure you've heard stories because I know Vic and Jazz were chatting about Hermes mm. and every and it's just like why rebrand when you're doing the exact same thing? What's the <laughs> point? <laughs> like, which that is the main conversation. But they have been stealing my parcels and it's like I paid ten pounds for next day delivery for me to have an update on the parcel about oh we weren't be able to, we weren't able to deliver today and like whenever there's an update on that tracking saying how they weren't able to deliver or xyz it is not coming mm. they have decided to steal that parcel and it's really doing my head in and apparently they've been stealing a lot of people's parcels in this building um That's and like really they're annoying. just not they're just not delivering them um and oh. i feel like this cost of living crisis it's because of this cost of living crisis because of course in a cost of living crisis there's going to be more crime so people Mm. are working as delivery drivers they are delivering some of the parcels the other half they're saying that they weren't able to deliver um and not keeping them to sell them on so like like Mm. they're clearly stealing parcels and it's just like it's annoying when it's like yeah and i've had to reorder the item because i actually with this item i could actually choose to get it delivered with dpd i don't know why i just didn't i just didn't pay the extra two pound to get it delivered with dpd Mm. anyway in the first place i don't know but i've gone and reordered it to get it delivered with dpd because my dpd parcels have not been going missing um but every sort yourself out you're like it's really annoying Mm. especially like when i'm ordering stuff for jobs like um i ordered a swimming costume they stole that Mm. so I had to reorder it again but in a size that was slightly smaller like I ordered this swimming costume in like my cup size Mm. so and they only had that one in stock (laughs) so then of course they steal that one so then I had to to order it in a slightly smaller size Mm. which obviously is very annoying because I'd ordered it in the size that I was closer to because that size wasn't even my size either (laughs) that's really frustrating so it's just it's very annoying mm. um and the and the smaller one came cool but it's it's very annoying like and can these can these shops stop using every now because i'm sure mm. like you've had a colossal amount of stock go missing that you have to keep refunding for so yeah. can you just stop using every just go with dpd please dpd is great because yeah. I don't know my parcels come when it's DPD <laughs> but yeah I'm just this is, this is so frustrating just stop yeah, stealing hope- my parcels please like a swimming costume a swimming costume in this season <sighs> really mm. uh, ski goggles from Sports Direct <laughs> from Sports Direct guys if really? you're stealing ski goggles, I don't know if you can afford to go on a skiing holiday. Like, what's what's the fucking point? <laughs> yeah, but they're just going to sell it on. But obviously, ski oh, goggles yeah. can be really expensive. Because I was looking, I went, because that's why I'm getting everything from Sports Direct. Because it's just like, look, I'm just going skiing for one weekend. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's 
could, could you not just direct. go there? Do you like shopping in person? Because there's sports directs everywhere. I can't look. Because I went to, I was thinking, okay, when am I going to go there? I'm leaving on Thursday, Diana. When am I meant to go? Mm. <laughs> like, when am I meant to go? And I'm in the office on Wednesday as well. So when am I meant to go? They're closed at 6 p.m. Yeah. There's no time for me to go. Like, that's the thing. Because I was thinking about trying to get there tomorrow. But I'm just like, you know what? Just pay and just get it delivered to mm. come to me because I'm in a new job where I don't know if I can just suck off and fuck off yeah. for two hours. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like, let me be responsible <laughs> and just get it delivered. Yeah, that's <sighs> You know, that's the thing, that's their job. It's their job to bring me the parcel. I just Ugh. hope you get everything anyway. in time. Yeah. Yeah, it's only, it's just the ski goggles and then... Because my dad gave me some the disintegrated and he was trying to say, oh, you can still wear it, but they're, they're sticky. <laughs> like, they're Foxy. sticky and it's just got like, you know the foam? You know that foam material, but it's kind of rough? Yeah. Like, the outer bit that was covering the foam has all disintegrated and come off. And it's just, and he was just like, oh, you can still wear it, but it's like, I can't put that, that scratchy foam on my <laughs> face when I'm breaking out at the moment. Like, oh... Silly oh. man, but okay. I'm excited to see this. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate that he wanted to help, though. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, it will be good. Um, I hope that. Yeah, I hope that I can live up to everybody's expectations. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're expecting big things because you can yeah. roll the skate. <laughs> oh, all right then. Same thing. <sighs> but yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, so. so I'm going skiing. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to be excited, but when I I'll be excited when I get my ski goggles on it. Um, yeah. Aww. Anyway, news topics. Yeah, news, news, news. So I've seen a few few things in the news. Um, trigger warning. There's a few sad stories about um, deaths in police custody. So recently, an inquest has opened into the de- a death at HMP Birmingham. Um, an old black man, he's 58 years old. His name's Floyd Everton Carruthers. He died in 2021 um, after not leaving his cell in Birmingham for four days. And today an inquest, or not today, this is in December, an inquest is opening. um, And it's just really sad. Like 58, it just reminds me of like my dad's age. So that really gets me down. and there's another example of a black man dying in police custody. Oh, I've just been talking. Did you go off? <laughs> yeah, it's fine though. Carry on. Okay. I didn't speak. <laughs> so the first, the first guy, he um, he's 58 and he d- died in 2000 and um, 2021 in a cell in Birmingham. Um, and there's an inquest to find out mm-hmm. like what happened to him. And then there's another one. Um, Six days ago, this article was posted. So this guy's name's Godric Se, and um, he died in July shortly after police officers arrived at a care home where he was suffering with a mental health crisis. Um, so the watchdog is investigating, but all the officers are—they um, still remain active, basically, and working. So this guy was described as vulnerable after being arrested but then he died um after he was arrested which it's just sad like i don't i really don't like hearing about all of these people with mental health issues that are just 
dying in police custody or dying mm. when they come in contact with the police. It's like there, there's such a problem with the way that police deal with people and work with people. Like there's no sort yeah. of like trauma informed practice. They're literally just treating people like they're they're criminals. They're criminalizing people before they've even had a conversation with them. It's really sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awful. And like people, especially when people like um, like need like additional help, like mm. people and um, like we're meant to be. They keep trying to say, "Oh, the police are meant to be keeping you safe," but the police doesn't don't doesn't keep everybody safe. And like, and that's mm-hmm. that's what the issue is. Like, like I don't I don't know if anybody goes out on the street and feels safe seeing police walking around. Like, I don't no. personally. I don't feel safe when I see police walking around because it's just like what they're doing here. Yeah, that's what like, I always what think. What trouble are they causing? I just think, for fuck's <laughs> sake, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, oh, who are they after this time? Like, and you know, the worst ones, people be. The worst ones are the ones on the horses. I'm like, you pretentious prick. Like, what are you doing on a fucking horse? Like, it just looks silly. It looks really soppy. It looks outdated. Like, I I really don't... I I don't like the police. (laughs) And it's just... Especially when they're on horses. Yeah, when they're abusing animals. Like, (laughs) I just can't... I can't deal with it. Um, Yeah, I just... Yeah, I agree. If I I went horse riding... If I went horse riding like now, like you feel like sorry, this is just a change yeah. of subject. Veganuary like, topic because obviously like <laughs> oh yeah, veganuary, bup bup, all the vegans out there, hiya, mm-hmm. shout out Diana's mates. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> joking. Um, yeah, like so if I went horse riding now, like you would kind of be like, oh, you feel like that's animal cruelty. You know what? I feel really like mean saying this because I know the horse girl is, they love their horses, but it's like you're mm-hmm. like the animal, if you're, if you're riding it and you're kind of using it, like, first of all, an animal has never consented. Like you're going to think I'm silly for saying this, but animal has never consented for like a human to sit on its back. Like, I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. that we should really be sitting on animals backs and like kind of training them to like do tricks and do stunts and like, take us here take us Mm -hmm. there because I think that's people exploiting animals we're using them for a purpose when like let's just let them be my kind of stance is let them be leave them alone like just humans I'm not I I wouldn't say I'm a huge animal lover it's just I'm not into people using animals for random shit like get off the back so you would be like the horses the horses should just run wild yeah just let them do their thing like why why are we why have we domesticated them like I just find it weird I find it very weird but they've always been they've been domesticated have they what forever no for a long time yeah but, but yeah. that doesn't make it right <laughs> like things that <laughs> I mean, exist but, for, I, for a long but like, time but then the thing is because because this this is where I would start bringing in cats and dogs because like why are they domesticated mm. is that right no, I don't. I don't think that's right. Why are they? Why are they in our houses? Yeah, I'm just like, why? Why are they in these confined spaces in houses? It's just people cats say these things. Own their owners, though. <laughs> True, but people say like things are tradition, but I think people need to also challenge what is a tradition and what's not because like you could say that um, child brides that is a tradition in certain countries doesn't make it right. What is it? Like children, What's tradition? children that become brides, like they have no consent, they have no say um, in it. Like there's really bad traditions that happen, 
but it doesn't mean it should continue. Like it doesn't mean, and but I'm not this saying is- that it's as bad, like being a child bride is what it is owning a dog. Like I, I don't think there's mm. comparison there, but I'm just making a point of like, traditions aren't always good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Cause I wouldn't call it a tradition domesticating animals mm. it's just that the animals are bred in captivity and bred in in to be domestic domestic and mm. they wouldn't actually i feel like they probably wouldn't survive wild yeah they wouldn't now um, but they did but at well, one I'm, point but that was even before what time so it's like even ingrained yeah. in those animals yeah, but, um, and it's the fact we've anyway, got like, sorry, off topic. animals over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but we've got animals over here like huskies and stuff. So like, imagine letting all them out in the world in the UK. Like <laughs> they're, they're not even native to this place. <laughs> we just have the English bulldogs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Are they even English? They're probably not. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sorry, that was me going off topic. But um, yeah. Yeah. But the you guys know what I think about animals, you know. I just I I think of them all the same, innit? <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, carry on. <laughs> um, okay, next topic. So the striking that is happening across the UK. So um mm-hmm. Rishi, the Prime Minister, he he hates them essentially. He's basically said that they're gonna bring in a new law. Um and it's a responsible way to balance the freedom to strike with the right of all ordinary working people to go about their lives free from significant disruption. So they're, they're bringing in this new law and um, lawyers are basically expected, lawyers expect the court to challenge these anti-strike laws because <laughs> they might be breaching um, human rights and like democratic rights, essentially. Because it's mm. like, how, how many more restrictions are you going to put on people that are trying to protest? Like, it's constant. <laughs> Look, I, this, at this point, like, this, we are not in a democracy. Like, this, yeah, just this conservative government is trying to be a dictatorship. That, like, that, mm. that's it at this rate. I, because... Yeah, and I'm sorry, like I said it again, I, I said it before, I'm going to say it again, like, the only thing we can do now is riot. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that, that's it. Like, like ca- yeah. we cannot, can we wait another year and a half for another general election? Because come on, we're going to be voting in 2024. So that's another half a year. We still have to wait. Can we wait that long? I'm sorry, we should have had a general election when they had to kick Boris out. Mm. Yeah. They should have had like, a general election then because I'm sorry, like, they, they okay, they voted for Boris, cool. Mm. Like, but then when he was breaking laws and he finally had to step down, there should have been a general election. Mm-hmm. Liz, trust me, trust me, I cannot trust no one. Uh, <laughs> she lasted 46 days. <laughs> And um, there should have been a general election. We shouldn't be Rishi, Rishi rotating, hiding, rotating. Hiding, yeah. hiding all the time, hiding. And I go to homeless shelters to, you know, <laughs> give to, business to, advice, to serve food, <laughs> give yeah, give financial advice in homeless shelters. Rishi, financial advisor, he like. 
<laughs> yeah, he, I'm sorry. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. He shouldn't even be in office. Like we should have had a general election when they had to get rid of Boris. Had to have to get rid of most of the cabinet because they were breaking the law by having parties. I'm sorry. Do you know how ridiculous? That fucking sounds mm. <laughs> the most silly. stupid thing. Kicked out of office for having a party. Like mm. at least they had a good time, right? Like <laughs> ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> but they broke the law. Like, I'm sorry. We've suffered enough. And they we need have to they need to fucking go. And you know what we he's have doing to make and people suffer even more? He's proposing maths for all pupils up to the age of 18. So he's oh, really yeah. trying to torture so us all. I, <laughs> he wants the kids to I hate him. This. He, he thinks to help the economy, everybody should be st- studying maths until the age of 18. Please, Rishi, like, have I used maths? Please tell me the last time I've used Pythagoras' theorem. Please tell me, Rishi. Rishi, please tell me. Please tell me the last time I used pi. Honestly, I don't even know joke. if I use that in my GCSE exam. I don't know if I no. even used it. I don't know. I don't think I like, even studied what do I need my, it for? My school, my school didn't study some of the things because they were like, look, we're teaching you what, what you need to pass. We're not bothered about the A stars. You just got to learn what you've got to pass. So we didn't do all the complex this stuff. This is what I mean. <laughs> and they want, they want to torture people to do it till they're 18. I... Look, I could not wait to get rid of maths and to no longer have to Me do that too. bullshit. Oh could not gosh. wait because it's bullshit. That's what it is. Look, like, and at the end of the day, all of our phones have frigging calculators. All of the tills have yeah. frigging calculators. I don't need to work out what percentage of the sale off because you know in the UK they just they just give us the they just give us the sale price. They just let us know what we what we're gonna pay out the till. You know, it's not like it's not like we're in America where you have to work out the VAT that's gonna be added onto the till after. Yeah you go and present it to them no our VIT is already added mm-hmm. it's there it's there ready for us we mm-hmm. know what we're paying straight up I don't need to be doing no quick maths you know I don't, I don't need to be doing 2 plus 2 equals 4 quick maths like big to- Not what was his name uh, what was his name <laughs> man's not hot what was his name oh him Michael Dapper Shaq, Big Shaq. Is it Michael Dapper? Yeah, yeah. was that his fake name? Big yeah, Shaq. Yeah, Michael Dapper. I know his real name, but what is his? Yeah, Big Shaq. Big Shaq. Yeah. So I don't need to be doing quick maths like Big Shaq. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just Rishi, just get out of here. Get out of there with your stupid policies. You're not fooling no one. These policies aren't going to help no one. Like, no. why is it all of a sudden your educational, your education secretary? And just because you like finance, you think everybody can get a finance job? Not, no, it's not happening. Not everybody can do a finance, a finance job, just because they also, they studied maths till they're eighteen. Yeah, he's no. so annoying. No. Like, I'm finding him annoying now because, like, it is. Like he basically, I thought potentially this could be an opportunity for schools to introduce like finance to students and economics to students, like the basic stuff that we all kind of need to learn about, oh, this is what a mortgage is. This is what this is. Like this is what Mm. stocks and bonds, whatever else, like all of these buzzwords could have been a good opportunity to introduce that. But obviously, and like budgeting, but obviously the the economy never wanted to do that. Like... 
Yeah, yeah. And I just, I'm reading this article now. Of course now. not, because they want us to be poor. Exactly. I'm reading this article now and it's saying, um, Rishi's kind of statement is, this is very personal for me. Every opportunity I've had in life with the education I was so fortunate to receive... And it's the single most important reason why I come into politics to give every child the highest possible standard of education. Right this now, is bullshit. just half <laughs> of all 16 to 19 year olds study any maths at all. Yet in a world where data is everything and statistics underpin every job, our children's jobs will require more analytical skills than ever before. And letting our children out into the world without these skills is letting our children down. Fucking bullshit. Like, so much bullshit. Yeah, but bullshit. the thing is, though, what... I'm sorry, what more are they going to learn from 16 to 18? Like, what more is there to learn? Honestly. What What more do they need? Like, just is, skills, like, and that's that it. That whole statement was bullshit. Yeah, because that whole you statement was children. a bunch of because shit. You don't. You went to schools. a private school, mate. Like yeah. it doesn't matter if you're making them if you're making them study maths until they're eighteen. You went to a private school. You keep going on about how I was so fortunate to get this education. You went to a fucking private school. That's why you were fortunate because your parents had the money to send you to a private school. Mm. Like you making you making um, these young adults have to study maths until they're eighteen. Is not is not giving people fortune the fortune of no. having an education that they already they already have to stay in education until they're sixteen as is. No, until they're eighteen, they have to stay in education until they're eighteen now. Actually, until they're eighteen, my they, mom she that. teaches she teaches college students, and she said during like tutor periods, you can't get the students to stay because they have autonomy that they, they will literally leave if it's not a valuable topic. Yeah then they'll leave. And she said, good luck getting them to sit in and for a whole maths lesson because they will not do it. Like students will literally just get up and walk out. And like him saying that, oh, I, care about, Which, I care about children. I but care that's about the, autonomy the highest possible standard of education. It's like, well, you do, you're literally, you, you hear teachers talk, they're stressed. They don't have, the schools don't have enough resources. They're raising money for the children that can't eat and giving children meals and stuff like that, paying for their meals. I know my mum does sometimes. Mm. She gets food for some of her students and it's like you can't wow. even provide them with meals you can't provide them with mental health support so I doubt maths is going to make this and even the teachers huge career change for them yeah and the ch- teachers a lot of teachers don't even have a lunch break because their their time is spent dealing with their children the children in their classes issues their mental health problems that, like, like can, can, the te- can all of the teachers even afford like because the teachers are looking to go on strike as well isn't it like exactly like it's it's a complete so mess the teachers can't afford electricity either I've heard some schools can't afford electricity and they're not turning the heat on they can't did you not see before Christmas this school literally was yeah. raising money they've made a hit song they all wrote a song they made a song and they're trying to get it to, to number one in the charts because they wanted to raise money for the <laughs> to raise money electricity for school. yeah <laughs> That how ridiculous is that? That's disgusting. When like our taxes pay for schools yeah. electricity. So what is going on? This is where this is this is I'm sorry, Rishi, this is your problem. The schools can't heat up. Children, I'm sorry, the least on your mind is making children study maths until they're 18. <laughs> what it is is that it's trying to it's trying to stop them from freezing in, in the friggin' lessons. Yeah. Like they like, won't go the to school. That they have to bring blankets. <laughs> they have to bring blankets to school. 
Like that is ridiculous. Yeah, it's they actually have to wear crazy. The coats. They're wearing their coats in lessons. Like, yeah, yeah. it's Just, not right, mate. Mate. <laughs> The maths is the least of your problems. Like, just <laughs> stop with this rubbish. <laughs> yeah, it's um, delusional. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. So now Airbnb. Mm. Um. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen what's going on with Airbnb? <laughs> yeah. Airbnb have made the executive con- um the executive decision to ban plantation listings. <laughs> In in what 2022, 2023? What was it 2023 or end of 2022? End of 22. So it's it's taken them for the whole time that, that Airbnb has been around until like I think did Airbnb launch like 2016 or something like that? Probably maybe earlier. Mm. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe earlier. A little bit I'm earlier. But it's taken until now for them to ban plantation listings. Like, I mean, like, I'm. I just think it's disgusting that people, um, that you know, people who, um, either clearly were descendants of slave owners, um, or have gone and bought these plantations. You guys are profiting, oh, overtly profiting from a place that was ugh, I just I, I I don't even have the words these people have been profiting on the off the back of slavery where historically slaves were there working for no money who were tortured beaten um, and trigger warning like raped like all of these things where all of this suffering happened and you knowingly know that because it's a plantation, you know it's a plantation. That is all the history and you guys have openly been profiting off that. Mm. Yeah, and you know what it is as well? And it's you guys like... want to pretend like slavery wasn't a thing. You got Kanye West talking about how slavery was a choice. So now it's okay for these people who own these plantations to be profiting off it because yeah um, those Africans they chose to be slaves of course but what, what's so strange is that like when like, something really traumatic happens on in a property or on a bit of land you hear about it all the time like oh this this person's house they're a serial killer like with Jeffrey Dahmer so they've knocked the whole flat block down because it's just a bit sinister like living in yeah. that same setting but with these yeah. plantations it's like why, why are the same fucking like cabins and stuff around still why have they not been burned down and like you know rebuilt into something you know that will yeah. benefit the black communities of like the or local even area like, yeah community center or whatever but or then the museum, thing is as well like, i don't know from after like especially kind of like this is the thing after slavery of course like no black people wanted to stay there yeah of course yeah. you know in a place of such trauma and stuff like that but yeah it is disgusting like that the f- that the cabins are just there and how can they be listing these like so but yeah, so obviously how? they've been able to restore the cabins they've been able to upkeep it and update it and stuff and they're listing it as a property like you guys just you guys just have no yeah, empathy no just no the fact it's that, just oh like it it makes I me just, sick i think as well because it's like it's obviously privately owned so the owner is a descendant 
probably of the slave masters Mm -hmm. or they at least know the history of the building because it's not black people renting these out and also like I don't know how it works (laughs) in the US but like over here surely the local like council will know in this area there was this land that slaves worked on and but you know like they, they have know, some sort it's of all across america exactly they have some sort of like responsibility surely even though it's private land like surely they have some sort of responsibility there to like ensure that the land's not being like manipulated i don't know because it's not being i don't know it's just gross but i'm glad they've ta- they've taken it off but the thing is i looked on when i was typing this in on google like airbnb plantation it comes up still with listings and i don't know if they are (laughs) they they are what they say they are but like i was there was loads and i was kind of shocked of of course but of course because there'll be loads there would have but this is the thing like the history is right there and i know obviously in america like we hear more about the Mm. history in america and stuff and um and as well like correct me um any of our american listeners like um just like obviously because it was no knowledge that slavery was a thing that I'm sure that there's so many plantations that people have Mm. profited from um but like and obviously kind of we're just like what the fuck here um because of how like they just because of how whitewashing how much we we provoked to think that slavery was so 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 long ago when it actually Mm. wasn't that that long it wasn't that long ago um like these plantations are still there that and people were able to rent them like to live on them ryan reynolds was able to get married on one like do you have to be like it's just like why would you want to get married in a, a yeah, place like that vibes. people were killed and people suffered and 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 this is the thing because at the end of the day like and this is why it's just such a shame that slavery is just overlooked and not looked at as a big deal because at the end of the day um you you wouldn't you you wouldn't get something like that in out in Auschwitz for I was example. just thinking that. Do you know like, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. People, you know, people you, they, always... they wouldn't rent out. They wouldn't rent out um, Anne Frank's house. They wouldn't rent out. Yeah. You know, like these places got turned into museums, into monuments to remember mm-hmm. the atrocities that happened there. Do you know what I mean? But like, it's just such a slap in the face of the black people um, and the descendants of slaves of slavery that yeah. <laughs> this is this is what we think of the turmoil that you went through look how beautiful this field is that you guys had to slave and and a lot of people died and a lot of people had such atrocities happen to them on mm. this is what we think we're going to make money and oh yes let's let's um make it a picturesque place where you can have your wedding yeah. like the it's fuck just, it's just ridiculous and it's like it just all feeds into the general dehumanization of black and brown people because similar to like the Middle East and like other places where there are wars and like there's horrible atrocious Mm -hmm. things happening and across the whole of Africa like you don't 
Mm-hmm. You, people just don't have the empathy. They don't have the empathy for non-white people Mm-mm. when it comes to these atrocious things and like huge, huge yeah. parts of their history. It's like, oh, well, that was a thing, but can you stop talking about it now? Because you've got there's rich black people, there's Obama, there's Diddy, and it's like, you, are you are you that short-sighted? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, like what about yeah. them? What have they done for me? <laughs> Literally, but yeah, it's just. No, Airbnb, cool, well done. Um, you took your time <laughs> to do that. Well done. Um, but yeah, <laughs> let's not applaud a fish for swimming. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> hmm. Prince Harry, Prince Harry is back in the news yeah. this week. Um, and it's actually pretty no it's pretty hilarious so okay basically so the information that I've got is that um, an excerpt of Prince Harry's upcoming book which I think is going to be coming out um, from from when you've listened to this it should have come out on the Tuesday of this week so Mm. an excerpt of his book um, titled Spare um, which is a memoir basically was leaked but apparently it was leaked in Spanish <laughs> so an excerpt of his book was leaked in Spanish. Um, so then the Guardian had it translated, and they put what they had on there. Um, and I'm just finding what is so friggin' hilarious is all the memes coming out of this mm, of random things. But so um, from what we know, from what was leaked, is that I think Harry spoke about um, having a fight. Um, getting into an altercation with Prince Willie um, and Brother his Willie. necklace being broken. Mm. Um, yeah, so uh, his necklace getting broken and something about a dog bowl um, yeah. cutting him in the back. I, I don't know, must be a very elaborate, expensive dog bowl. Interesting. Anyway, um, <laughs> about him losing his virginity to a slightly older woman outside of a bar or a pub or something um and what else um that he killed 25 taliban members oh at war and that he yeah killed um yeah um anyway but then (laughs) the extra memes that are coming out (laughs) i'm sorry it's funny because diana was sending me stuff being like oh my god and i'm just like i'm sorry all of this needs it has to be fake now like and it's the easiest thing to write fake things about because it's just like all you have to do is just type something and because it was it was something that was leaked it's so easy just to believe yeah and i shared i shared a few of them on my story then i had people in my dm saying it's fake am i not allowed to have fun like am i not is everything on the internet not fake like literally <laughs> like ev- exactly that's so true but like to be honest I was finding some of these things hilarious like something, mm. there was one that said something about how oh Harry lost his virginity and then he got spanked or something like that. <laughs> I was just like what <laughs> like what am I looking no. at my um, favourite one's the hairline one he, he said something about William's hairline and he was like it's unfortunate <laughs> like he's starting to not look like his mother or something oh like yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> William is no longer looking like our mum. He's so unfortunate that he's lost his hair off and something stupid. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, all of this is just, it is hilarious. Um, 
Okay, and Harry also did an interview which aired Sunday, Sunday night with ITV, mm. basically about this memoir coming out and mm. stuff. Um, in which, and actually I'll get back to this, but in which he was saying, um, so the interviewer just basically spoke on all oh, about Harry accusing the royal family of being racist, to which Harry mm. was very much um, adamantly saying no I did not call them racist I called I spoke the about the unconscious yeah. bias blah 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 um, which obviously we don't agree with at the end of the day mm. unconscious bias is racism it is it's a form of racism so let's just call it spade a spade the royal family are racist cool um, yeah, yeah. yeah you have unconscious bias cool yeah but you if you have because you can have unconscious bias over on on anything like mm-hmm. like we had a discussion today diana about oh you could have unconscious bias um you could have ableist unconscious bias mm-hmm. kind of thing you know so at the end of the day if you're if the unconscious bias that you're calling out is racist unconscious bias that means it is a form of racism yeah. so it's a racist like, act you know, or word or whatever you've done or said exactly is racist still and, Exactly. And this is the thing that um, the girlies were all talking about beforehand mm. when they were talking about Prince Harry and Meghan's documentary, just about how like, they're trying to, that using all these buzzwords to kind of separate themselves from the racism. And it's just mm. like, now it's just kind of like, it's a shame, but now it's just like, you guys have shown that is kind of what you were doing with that documentary then. Mm. And um, yeah, they yeah, lost me. Which is, yeah, they've they've lost me on this one. However, I do. But then, Diana, you did make an interesting point where that the fact that Harry might not be able to actually explicitly say the words True. racist um, because he yeah. could get sued, yeah. etc. And I'm and I was just like, actually, that is a very good point, and I feel like we should also keep that in mind. So they've lost me, but they've yeah. also slightly still have me there. Um, yeah, that's why but a like, lot of like organizations anyway. stray from like saying these things, I think, like these big words, yeah. like this person is racist or this organization is racist because you've got to have evidence. And with the royal family, there's yeah. bucket loads of evidence, but it's like, is is it worth the risk for Harry? No, he doesn't and think he is, even though well, he's if, the best person think- to do it. <laughs> Yeah, but and if you think as well, if there's laws like you know, there were laws where it said that Queen Elizabeth couldn't be racist and couldn't have <laughs> you know, there's laws. Yeah. So if there are specific laws which are um allowing plausible deniability for our royal family members, like actually there isn't much he can do. Mm. So fair enough. Let's let's think of that. However, so I did also have a conspiracy because like, mm-hmm. I feel like, well, Diana said that it was conspiracy, but mm. <laughs> I just found it because, okay, at the moment, I'm just like, look, I don't really care for your family drama. This was me not knowing that this is coming from his book um, anyway. Mm. So of course, like, what can he talk about? He can only talk about his family drama because like what has gone on in his life, you know, family <laughs> drama, that's what he's gone. That's what he's gone through. And mm. I'm just like, to be honest, maybe, maybe with this memoir, um, this is like the start of tearing down the royal family, yeah. But Harry can't explicitly be like, get rid of the monarchy because at the end of the day, like he was part of that monarchy. And to be honest, and they both wanted to try and still be part of that monarchy and st- and try and 
do what they could within the monarchy under the name of the monarchy you know they they wanted to mm. which as well I don't even blame them for that either because it's just like at the end of the day like when you you're born into something but you can do activism but like do mm. it under that underneath that name like at the end of the day you're still trying to do a good cause but okay it's under the name of a colonizer but mm. hey ho aren't we always under a name of a colonizer regardless so um but what I found was what but what I'm finding funny is that okay, so Harry's spilling the beans and all the family drama. Yeah. Mm. It's like he's he's there and he's explained the little altercation with Prince William and and him getting physical. Don't you feel like it's just like an episode of EastEnders? You know? <laughs> like I feel like they <laughs> Harry is just trying to <laughs> Harry is trying to bring the royal family down to everybody's level. He's there, he's letting us know this royal family, they're the same as they're the same as you and me. They're the same as everybody. They're the same as those families in EastEnders. You know, yeah. he's, you he's know bringing what? this all down. So then Harry now- is Phil Mitchell and then Will is Grant Mitchell. Peggy was the queen. No, no. Isn't, 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 um, isn't William Phil Mitchell? Cause William is bald. Oh, well, so is Grant. Grant's bald. What about you know that Mitchell brother, the one that was um with Stacy behind Bradley's back? Max Max and Stacy and you had Bradley. Max Brannan. He was a He's Mitchell. not a Mitchell brother. Max Brannan. <laughs> yeah, he was a Brannan. Um but you had I feel like um I feel like Prince Harry is more of like a um a Max because everybody like kind of fancied him in it. Yeah, but like aesthetically, yeah, he's a Max. But like if you look at the family dynamic, <laughs> Phil just fucks shit up. Like Phil causes chaos. Oh, and, and then that's what is Harry's the Queen Peggy? And oh, the rest Queen in is peace. Peggy. She died, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. the Queen as in the the woman who <laughs> played Peggy. Oh, she died, didn't she? Oh, rest in peace yeah, to her. That is sad. <laughs> um and then Oh yeah, and, and oh Dot died as well. The woman who played her died as well. Yeah, true. That yeah, that's sad. she lived a life. Mm. Yeah, and I think she, Megan she, she lived a life. Good for um, even though rest Megan's in peace to her not as well. <laughs> She did live a life. She was like <laughs> like what almost a hundred. <laughs> but I, yeah, I she think was, Me- she was like yeah. I think Sorry, Megan <laughs> is like, even though it doesn't fit with like everything that's going on, I think she's the Ben Mitchell because she's coming in, she's doing her own thing, being unapologetically herself. Yeah, because Ben was gay, wasn't he? And he was shy and he will, but then he came out and, you know. I, all I remember of Ben is that like first he was getting burnt by spoons by his evil stepmother. Oh, yeah, Stella. And then, and then he turned into a bully. And then didn't he turn yeah. into a bully and go he and kill someone? He bullied that black boy. Do you remember that? And he was like, you need smacking down with the spanner. Oh, racism. <laughs> In the mechanics. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he went through a phase. He liked George Michael and stuff and Lady Gaga. Yeah. And I think that's Megan, okay. the quirky one. <laughs> that's Megan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But anyway. anyway. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so I just feel like Harry is just bringing the royal family down a peg and to our level. And this is like going to be like the starting of the unraveling because it's like, if he just shows that, I'm sorry, look, Prince William, your future king is clearly unhinged. <laughs> like mm. he is here trying to beat me up and he's telling me that my wife is X, Y, Z. Um, Prince William's yeah, unhinged. Yeah, I just... <laughs> I feel like this This is just the start. Like the royal family is not going to last because like Harry just needs to sow these little seeds and then it, then it would be like, 
But then when it gets to Prince William, it's just like no one's gonna want want him. No one's mm. gonna. People are not gonna want the monarchy anymore. Oh, the drama. You know, like this yeah. is not. Yeah, and I feel like Harry has to do it this way by by airing all the dirty laundry rather than being outwardly like take down the monarchy because no one's going to listen to that. No one cares about that. But every, yeah. but what people care about is the fact that the brothers don't get along. And I actually, I <laughs> kind of agree with your by theory because it's got to the stage now where it's like, so Harry, he's, he's made a bit of a fuck up by saying this unconscious bias thing. But I do think that maybe it is about like him being sued and like legal action might be taken if he says mm-hmm. something like, the institution is racist so yeah. this is a big conspiracy so i think that he knew they both knew that they were going to bring historians and like experts on the history of the british empire onto the netflix show they they could have said no to exactly. that exactly like surely that they, exactly. they don't want to attach themselves with something like that and they dragged yeah. the history of the royal family they really did a good job yeah. of pointing things out and like the racist atrocities so i feel and like well, even when could be harry correct. was there yeah, and even Harry was there, like the way in the documentary, yeah, he was there explaining unconscious bias in the documentary. And you mm. know that there was a one point where he was explaining to everybody in the room how the royal family works and what their status is and what it is and yeah. what their job is. So he like he was very articulate and he very much knew everything he was talking about, he was chatting about. So like I just feel like they are a bit too clever I feel like this is Harry getting his revenge and basically mm. he's getting it in a way where although it looks like what the hell are you doing like we don't give a shit it's, yeah. but it's very calculated because the royal family aren't saying anything mm. and the they silence won't is, deafen- is deafening mm-hmm. that's the thing like if if something was untrue they would comment straight away mm. do you know what I mean but mm-hmm. Harry has already said how when um, in the documentary when the royal fam when the royal family made um, a statement on behalf of him and William about them not having an argument or whatever signed by them both they made that sense they made that statement and Harry was like I didn't make no statement mm-hmm. and he aired that out on the documentary as well so like they like what can they say because Harry has stated at each point that. I did not approve this. I didn't do that. And look how quick they were to deny that story. But every time I was asking for help for my wife, you guys did pimp because you needed Mm -hmm. those stories, those stories to distract from different stories. So they needed the mega stories to distract from what America was publishing about Prince Mm -hmm. Willie. True. And... And his wandering willy, as Kalechi likes to call him. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And from Andrew... And from that man who whose gag order has run out now. So mm. which is why Prince Charles has kicked him out of the palace. And because yeah. we're gonna be hearing, we're gonna be hearing Virginia Jeffries singing, like te- telling everything that she needs to tell, not singing, telling everything that she singing. needs to tell, telling her truth. Um yeah. about that disgusting man. Um, so yeah, I think that yeah. So that's that's my conspiracy. That's what I believe. Although it just everything just sounds very silly and it sounds like a lot and like oh they're just doing this for money. Like at the same time they need to get money as well. So yeah, they can do whatever for money. But I feel like they're trying to just tear down the royal family little bit by bit. And the fact that Harry's okay with sounding stupid. I'm sorry, because who would ever admit to getting beaten up by anyone? <laughs> like, no one would admit that. 
It's true. How embarrassing. Like, you fell over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and as well, I think, Kalechi, um, I was listening to you Say Your Mind um, mm. today. So this was uh, Monday's episode that came out. And Kalechi made an interesting point about how Harry sp- has spoken, sp- Harry's speaking about um, his 25 kills. And she, Kalechi mentioned how usually it's, 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 um, it's not protocol. It's not like known of for people to talk about it. Mm. And usually, and when they refer to people that they've killed, they refer to them as insurgents and stuff like that. And I think she made an interesting point. Yeah. She made an interesting point of the fact that Harry actually talking about it and taking ownership of that is very different to how, um, to how with the with the army and the military, how they kind of glorify everything that they do, and but they don't speak about the intrinsic thing that they actually do, mm-hmm. which at the end of it comes down to killing people. And mm-hmm. Harry is actually, and I feel like she made a point, and I feel like that point was quite interesting because, in a sense, is Harry actually humanizing these people by actually facing his front and talking about? this is what he has actually done because yeah, yeah. he might because you know I I really don't feel like it's like him to kind of talk on things and be proud of mm. I'm proud that Ooh. I had 25 kills do you know what I mean and it's I feel like that's something like, that I think is interesting it's, it's actually disgraceful that like he's killed 25 people like that is a disgrace yes. Like it's it's something mm-hmm. that anyone should be ashamed of, and I think I think him talking about it it does definitely humanise the fact that look these are twenty five people this guy has killed twenty five people like taken mm-hmm. twenty five people's lives mm-hmm. we don't yeah I mm-hmm. just said we don't actually hear from people who've been in the army that they've killed this many people they've done this they've done that and because that's like, not how you talk about it that's the exactly. thing because but that that all goes into the propaganda of the military and mm. i think it's interesting the fact that harry is actually speaking on it in those terms and i think that is something to think of mm. yeah um, it's interesting. which i didn't think about it that way um, yeah. before very interesting so yeah but um i'm sure harry's memoir will be interesting but to be honest i don't really care too tough for his family drama um because <laughs> like yeah i already knew that the royal family were not not like me because you know that <laughs> my family have a bit more class than that but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i've never had a fire with knew. my siblings <laughs> I've never pushed. Literally. I've never pushed um, one of them to the ground. <laughs> not in my adult age. Mm, exactly. I mean, I've never pushed because I'm the youngest, so I I would never have been able to push anyone over. So because because um, <laughs> I'm the youngest. Um, but mm. yeah, in my adult life, mm, somehow I don't know. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm just that is just pretty hilarious. Um. Anyway, but yeah, Harry. Um, if you, if anyone is gonna read his book, let us know because <laughs> mm. I, I ain't gonna be I'm buying not. shit. Like, <laughs> but, um, and apparently he was offered um two million for this book. 
That's not, not normal. much, is it? Like, it's not a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They keep talking like it's a lot, but maybe it's not. Mm. So I don't know yeah, I don't in know. book anyway. terms, but like it doesn't seem like much. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, they need to live somehow. They, the royal family cut mm. them off, and they need to pay for the security if they need to, like you know, somehow that they can. Mm. This was hilarious to me. <laughs> but um, I just thought no. So um, a friend sent this. Like one of my friends, she absolutely loves Gabrielle Union. She loves everything about her, like just obsessed. Mm. And she sent this, she sent this post where Gabrielle, I need to get the exact words because it was so funny. It's it's that <laughs> it she felt entitled so to cheat on her first husband because he wasn't paying the bills. She was paying for everything. <laughs> so, so yeah, I just found it. <laughs> Sorry, it's too funny. Okay. Um, Okay, number one, um, I don't think any I don't think anything makes you entitled to infidelity. I don't think anything makes you entitled to cheat. <laughs> like I just yeah, if if it comes to the fact that you feel entitled to cheat, just leave that man, it's fine. Like you just leave. Um but yeah, but then obviously like so it was <laughs> so my friend was just kind of arguing about how like, oh, this guy, how he cheated on her all the time or whatever. Um, so like how she gets it stuff like that but I was just like again I don't see how this is entitled this this makes you entitled to cheat because mm. if he's cheating just leave that man but then I had to remember that Gabrielle Union is from a pick me era so you know and mm-hmm. um, Akeisha Cole I should have cheated era you know where <laughs> it was like if someone cheated on you you cheat back and you know all of that rubbish um, so you know, instead of, oh, I shouldn't have stayed loyal because they were cheating on me and I was paying all the bills. They were deadbeat. And I'm just like, look, again, that was that was your fault for deciding to date a deadbeat man who wanted to sponge off you and you paid all of the bills. Like, I feel mm. like there seems to be a lot of red flags in that relationship. I don't think the answer was you being, is you being entitled to infidelity, whether you did or not. I don't feel like that is it um but i yeah, just found that hilarious I like i just this 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 whole this idea of and i don't know what i don't think anything i don't i feel like i have a problem with the word entitled as well i don't think anything entitles you to anything in this life yeah yeah because like relationship is a two-sided thing and it's not like mm-hmm. i just feel i feel like two wrongs don't make a right just because he's not paying for whatever you want him to pay for like you, you could literally yeah. just get up and, and leave you, you don't need him. to play for tit for tat yeah like it's and she's acknowledged that it was wrong anyway like all of that was wrong um as in the relationship wasn't right for her at the time etc but like yeah entitled to cheat entitled to che- treat someone like shit i don't know i don't think just, so because you're entitled if we're to saying leave that, that relationship cheating, if we're saying that cheating's um kind it can be abusive it's like so what because you're yeah. earning you're because you're the breadwinner you you're entitled to really like hurt someone's feelings and be spiteful i think that's that's 
really cruel to be fair but I feel like I feel like that's what the entitlement is meant to be but I feel Mm. like it just it but then at the same time it's like if you cheat back it's not gonna help the situation you're not gonna feel any better like it's just that okay cool you got some more dick (laughs) that's that's it yeah it's not gonna put you in a better position yeah, I feel like what people are entitled to, they're entitled to choose themselves. They're entitled to get mm. yourself out of a shit relationship. And you're entitled to happiness without that man who is mm. causing you unhappiness. Like that's that's what I think she's entitled to. Um, not to extramarital dick. Like I just, I just don't yeah. feel like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like you're entitled to it, happiness, that, but... Yeah, none of that. And I feel like it's this. It's it's like that argument of you know, like the whole um, we are all Nia Long. I feel like Mm. it's back to the argument of when people like, how could Nia Long get cheated on? How could you know all of that? It's kind of like as in this thought of look, I'm so good. I paid all the bills. I was the breadwinner in this relationship. So it's just like, how could you cheat on me? But the thing is, is that Mm. it's not about how could that person cheat on you? What it is, is that that person is just a shit person. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter who you are. It doesn't matter who you are. It's just like how Sierra with Future, it doesn't matter that she was Sierra, but as soon as she decided to choose herself, she found herself. I don't know what her husband's name mm. is. She found herself that guy Russell. <laughs> who is amazing. Yeah, Russell. Yeah, the Russell. Russell Wilson. She found herself a Russell Wilson. Yeah, Russell mm. Wilson. She found herself a Russell Wilson. And look at her now, thriving. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Don't yeah, stay in I a just, toxic situa- situation and add more toxicity. Like, just leave. Yeah. Yeah, girls, you don't deserve it. Like, you want you're you guys are entitled to self love and you're entitled to happiness, mm. not to extra relations and all of that. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I thought that was quite funny. I I just feel like the wording mm. was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was just funny because I was just I was just laughing because you had my friend who was proper backing up Gabrielle for what she said and yeah. everything and I was just like but what do you mean entitled <laughs> like you, you you were entitled to leave that man sis like who told you to pay all the bills nobody like <laughs> you decided you wanted that man there so yeah <laughs> I do think though maybe maybe it was taken out of context because I haven't watched the full interview I don't even know definitely how she says it or anything so she might have I don't know where it came it. from <laughs> we just saw this on the shade room but yeah <laughs> yeah we definitely don't know the context so we'll put that in mind too but um, mm. <laughs> but it was still pretty hilarious it was still mm. hilarious um anyway so a question that I was wondering yeah is um so we saw a post where um Tasha and Andrew from Love Island. Oh yeah, so new Love Island is going to be starting soon. When is it starting? I think it's next week. Okay. So I think I think they obviously had this in mind, yeah. They knew that the new mm. Love Island was coming out, so they needed <laughs> they all needed to get their posts in. They needed to get mm. all their big gestures in. So um 
Tasha and Andrew, um, they had like a little story um, mm. or a post where um, Tasha opened a promise ring from Andrew. And Ekinsu and Davide did the same thing like about a week earlier. <laughs> and um, I'm just a bit confused. Um, so I was just wondering, um, Deanna, would you want a promise ring and I'm saying this as in would you at your big age right now at your the age you are right now Mm. and in the future because obviously we're not going back to being 16 um would you want a promise ring um I don't think it would do anything for me but it just reminds me of like being back in school and you go to like Claire's accessories with your friends and you'd all get like a matching ring or a matching bracelet or something. Yes. I didn't realise that adults did or that friendship necklace that says best friends. Yes, <laughs> and the little heart and the hearts go together. Oh, yeah, so and it's cute. broken and then you put it together together. Someone yeah. gets best and the other person gets friends. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> I think it would be, I think if I received one, I'd be like, oh, this is really lovely. This is a lovely gesture. But it's not something that I'd seek. It's not something that I'd I'd be expecting or that I really want. I think it's I'd just prefer like, them to oh, buy me a holiday. I think I'd prefer it if um, they bought me some nice earrings or a holiday. Actually, that's commitment. Yeah, let's go. Let's go on holiday. Let's book some flights. A holiday isn't any sort of book some flights though, in Caribbean. Like, it's not. It's not like oh, this is us set. Just get engaged. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know, but, what's but, a promise what ring? We're just extending just the, the whole Just give me the engagement ring. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like, <laughs> why are you promising step? that one day... Like, this is the thing. Because I was having this conversation with my friends as well. And I was mm. like, but an engagement is a promise. So, like, why are yeah. you promising to promise me marriage at some <laughs> other point? Like, don't... Why are you promising to promise me Especially if just you've like, only been with me wait. like six months. Like the Love Island cast, they've only yeah. been together for about six months. I don't need like a shit, like not shitty promise ring, but I don't need this strange gesture. Like when, when you decided to be in a relationship yeah. with me, that was the promise. And then the engagement is like an extra promise, an extra layer. But yeah. like this other promise I'm ring. Finding, I'm finding this promise ring thing. I'm finding it very like... It's weird because I just thought it was very American as in like mm. a very, it was like, because you'd always see it in kind of like old films and there would be yeah. like, you know, they'd have the the the, the Letterman jacket and, you mm. know, the jock and then he'll be like, he'll get he'll get his 16 year old girlfriend a promise ring and they're promising that they'll be together all the way after high school. Yeah. Do you know all of that? Like, and Troy did that's it what reminds me of promise rings. Yeah. yeah oh yeah he got her the little um, necklace. tea necklace to yeah. to tag her as yeah, his property to tag her you're mine <laughs> you belong to me <laughs> that's why I got you a tea <laughs> that is so clingy isn't it <laughs> it's so cl- it's weird like how can you buy me a tea to wear you could have yeah. bought me a V. You could have bought me something that represents yeah. me. But no, you bought me a T and now I have to give this shit back to you every time I want to run away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I have to make this big gesture of returning the necklace, the, the cheap necklace you got me every time I want to run away from you. <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, this promise ring stage, I don't know. I hope it's not normal. And where did like, it come from? 
I hope I hope normal people don't start doing this because um, I just do not want to see it's annoying Indian dummy. No, they don't need to do that now. Literally, like this is the thing because it's kind of like okay, is this just a last like a last ditch attempt at just having something to post before the new Love Island. They just needed some content last ditch where let's get some content, let's get people hooked into us. I really don't know if it works because I really don't get it. I just don't understand. Like, give let me see an engagement yeah. ring. Like, I think you look at it's too quick. Video. It's too quick for them to be getting engaged. But yeah, anyway, yeah, it is. Sorry, but but you sent me Tasha's video of her explaining what it means to her and stuff, and it was all just so I like thought you sent it to me. Oh, maybe I sent it to you. Sorry, and it just yeah. it was all very like performative. Like, oh, Andrew was sitting next to her, mm. and he just looked awkward, and she was like, Andrew just got me this promise ring, and it means so much to me. Like, it means, and she yeah. was, like, her explanation. I was like, hang on, like. Like, if this is sentimental, you don't need to explain it to everyone. Just, like, take a cute picture and go. Yeah. Like, Tasha's, Tasha was like that anyway. She was kind of, like, soppy. Like, I like I liked her, to be mm-hmm. fair, because she was just, like, soppy in a really, like, her head's in the clouds kind of way. And uh, yeah. it was kind of like that. A video, her head was in the clouds. And she was like, oh, my God. And I just, as grown adults, th- this is just strange to me but like if, if that makes it you is. happy that makes you happy but like Ekinsu and Davide it's like they're they're in their late 20s like they're some of the older people in the cast I feel so like it's even weirder <laughs> I have no idea like I just feel like they because like you don't well but I personally don't but that's because I don't follow them but you mm. don't particularly see like interesting content from both of those couples. No, I agree. And they and they were the winners agree. and second place of Love Island and you don't see interesting content. But then you see India and Dami snapping at every yeah. event. Like just looking yeah. good all the time. Yeah. And like they are wild. interesting. Yeah, I wonder what's happened because Ekinsu and Davide, they were so entertaining on Love Island. It must have just been the environment because they even did their own show where mm. it was like a spin-off thing where they went to yeah. Italy and Turkey. And, they, but I and didn't it only even had watch it. two I heard, episodes or something. Yeah, like I heard nothing <laughs> about it. And then... So and then, I heard like, it had I like two there. or three episodes. Yeah. And it kind of just, just ended. Ins- I think what it is, they're not Instagram... They're not Instagram-y, even though Ekinsu, she's beautiful... Mm-hmm. She she she's definitely an O poly girl. Like she'll look beautiful in her O poly dresses, yeah. and but she she hasn't got the versatility that India and Dami have because they switch it up. They look mm-hmm. like good for the red carpets, and they look good on dates, like day to day dates. Whereas Ekin is kind of like she gives that kind of autumn girl aesthetic, where it's think- like her and her and Davide have their little thing, but it's not. It's it's just not Instagram like aesthetic worthy if that makes sense. Yeah, but I think Ekin and David and and Davide to be honest, I feel like they don't necessarily have to be influencers. I literally mm-hmm. can see them as like presenters, like mm. Davide being I don't know Davide being like a Gino De Campo, but obviously he's not. <laughs> A chef, you mm. know, just like some, something like that. Ekinsu, I can see as like I can see Ekinsu on this morning, you know, mm. just doing like the little, um, you know, when they do the little side announcements or like do, doing the competition. Yeah, I can see Ekinsu yeah. doing that. True, and I feel like 
and I think as well with their little TV show that was meant to be like them trying to get an in into like the TV mm. industry. And I feel like they would be good doing that. I don't think yeah, that they are, Yeah, I don't I I'm not seeing the influencer side no. of them. Especially not not Davide, he's not really influencer type, but um no, but not. then obviously we don't know what's in the works for them, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I see TV. kind of yeah. But Tasha and Andrew, I just don't really see anything. Because <laughs> Andrew didn't have a big <laughs> but personality. I think Tasha, yeah, I think Tasha could do a lot. I feel like she's got lots of potential. She's, Andrew, yeah, I don't beautiful. see anything. And I feel like they needed a last stitch, both couples needed a last stitch attempt to have some um publicity on them both mm. um as a couple. So they were like, oh, promise rings because obviously we're not getting engaged right now and we already yeah. moved in together. And it's yeah, like, what else could true. we do? Yeah, because you know, like we watched that, there was a documentary out, it's like Love After Love Island or Life After Love Island. And one of the producers or influencer marketing people, they said that the most important thing is that people come go into the show knowing themselves and knowing kind of what their brand is, what their interests are, so they can come mm. out. And the ones that kind of know themselves, they come out with more opportunities because they've got their niche. Whereas like someone like Andrew, he might not have even wanted to be an influencer, but he went in there. He's come out. I yeah. don't really know his niche. I don't really know anything really about him. He's not really got anything exciting about him. So I can imagine I'll see him promoting yeah. like teeth whitening or like, I don't know, like energy drinks or something. I won't <laughs> see him with his own niche because I don't know what his niche ever was. Yeah. Like he never made it clear. Whereas India, yeah. she had her own thing and she's come out and she's like a fashion yeah. girl now. And the same with Dami. Like they made even it work. Da- and then Dami, because Dami yeah. was like a fashion boy in there. So like mm-hmm. he's been able to still do the fashion and then he does his like funny bits as well. But, and then like him and India, they just snap together. Like, yeah. Yeah. And even I really Antigone, think the promise she ring, knew what she yeah. wanted to do. Like it's clear that she wanted to go in yeah. there to write a single. I see her all over Instagram, her, her literally music career. commenting on everyone's posts. Mm-hmm. Like she's she's everywhere, like in her outfit. She's got her own brand. And Love Island's mm-hmm. been great for her, it seems, because she's everywhere all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, so she she had the reason why she was going in there. She made sure that she was seen in there, regardless of if she mm. was gonna stay in there or not. And then, so then there's an impact there. Yeah. Which I think is really good for her. But um, yeah, like this whole promise ring, if I, <laughs> okay. Now I'm trying to think, if someone got me a promise ring, would I like yeah, it? What would you do? Mm, no, I don't think I would. <laughs> I don't think I would. I think I'd be like, mm, thank you. But you you know, I don't, You do, do you see me wearing rings? <laughs> I so wear that, rings. That would be, so be one like thing. I kind of get it. <laughs> yeah, so I'll kind of be like, "Do you see me wearing rings?" And then, okay, you bought me like this plain kind of wedding band type of thing for this promise ring. Okay, you don't see me wearing rings. Do you would do you think you'd see me wearing a ring like that? Okay, of course, <laughs> Tashu, Tasha, Tashu, Tasha liked hers. Um, you know, Tasha and Andrew. Okay, that's for them. For me that style of ring would not be for me. But um, mm. 
Yeah, so one, I don't wear rings. Like, you could buy me some earrings, but I feel like the promise does not have to be attached to a piece of jewellery. It doesn't really make sense Mm. to me. I feel like that's like, why do you need to promise me that you will promise me that one day maybe we would get, one day maybe we will get engaged? (laughs) Yeah, like, when an engagement is a promise. Mm. Yeah, what is the promise? I'm confused. Like, promise for what? And that's the thing, they didn't even give an explanation of what they were promising. It's just a promise ring. Yeah. And I do promise very much think that like when, when you're a year or six months or something into a relationship, it's a bit like, it's. I feel like it's a bit premature to be doing that. Although obviously I'm no relationship ex- expert, but it's like, yeah. you're not, you're, you've only been together for can a short space Can we just enjoy the relationship? And it seems, yeah, can we just enjoy it? It seems a bit territorial or clingy to do that so soon into it because it's like look life is so short yeah but and like things might change they could have just like had, we've only been together for a year yeah they could have just had like a cute little tiktok series where they're just like oh life of tasha and andrew and then just doing little mm. things and oh him learning him learning bsl you know just little little yeah. little cute things like that like this life of tasha and andrew just cutesy things like instead of it mm. being like okay you need to do a gesture of a promise ring and andrew looking like he's trapped like i'm sorry i feel <laughs> like every video that i see andrew with with tasha he it looks like andrew blinked twice Andrew blink twice, blink twice if you if you need help. Like that's what it looks like. It's just like, boy, like, are you happy to be in this relationship? I'm not too sure. You look like you've been crying every day. Like, and uh, no, Andrew, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. If you are crying every day, I'm so sorry. I do not want to. I do not want to joke about any kind of like if you're sad or anything. Um, so please, Andrew, I hope that you are in therapy if you are crying every day and getting the help that you need. Um, yeah, because be kind and all of that. <laughs> okay, cool. That's all right then. But yeah, he looks like he cry- he's crying 24-7. You know, even in the mm. Promise Ring video, his eyes looked all red, like he'd just been crying. Yeah, and he was just like, <laughs> yeah. That's that's all he said. <laughs> yeah. And it's like Andrew, blink twice, blink twice, Andrew. Um But I really don't think Tasha's holding him against his will either. <laughs> I just I don't know about uh, I don't know, these Love Island couples. I think they're just hanging on at the moment. They're hanging on. Yeah. And I think, to be honest, and I agree, like, um, because I I do watch um I have watch like Murad Morales and new videos and stuff and I agree with Murad in the sense of that two Love Islands a year is a lot and as well it means mm-hmm. the shelf life of the yeah. summer Love Islands isn't that long and it, and it kind mm-hmm. of isn't fair um and maybe they just need a different show but I'm not sure if I want to see another Love Island I feel like maybe they need a different type of show what about mm. even like does does all the shows have to be focused on dating as well and sexy you know what people would be good you know like i think what would be good is either a series of ex love islanders like the couples um doing something mm. like reunions so we can kind of catch up with people because they were on our screens for so long and then they just vanish so it would be good to like have a catch up and see what everyone's doing or do like a mixed love island where it's like old love islanders in a villa together or mm-hmm. 
or old Love Islanders and fresh new people who aren't celebrities in a villa together. Like mix it up, like kind of what Celebrity Big Brother does or did. But isn't that I kind say. of like? Yeah, but I wouldn't want to see it as a Love Island. I think there needs to be something different. I feel like Big Brother just needs to be. I know that they're bringing it back, but I think Big Brother yeah. should be the winter thing, and Love Island mm. is the summer thing. Like because yeah sometimes I just need a different dynamic than oh finding love I'm tired of seeing everybody finding love like like it's not every day that everybody's lonely and everybody is just desperate to find love like do we have mm. to have this shoved down our throats mm. at, in the winter as well as the summer like at least in the summer okay we can all skin out together but in the winter too to remind me that I'm lonely even though I'm not lonely <laughs> but <laughs> anyway but still like it's, yeah. just, it's a lot it's, it's too much mm, yeah I'll probably watch a little bit of it and then stop that's what I normally do yeah like, that's what that's what we did last time innit because we watched a bit of yeah. the winter one and it was just like no it's triggering me too much yeah it's triggering me <laughs> and I don't want Jesus. to be reminded that I'm lonely and it's cold outside <laughs> what can I do about it <laughs> fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, so no promise rings for us then, please. No, no thanks. <laughs> but you can promise Maybe us that you listen to our date. podcast. Teehee. Yeah. What a, a good first. What promise us a good first date? Yeah, that's all I need at the moment. A good fe- some good luck with first dates. <laughs> okay. <sighs> yeah. What I need is not to have to go on another first date. So please and thank you. <laughs> make that happen um yeah so what are you injecting this week um oh gosh I'm so tired um I don't know I don't know I don't know um I don't know like prioritise having fun that's what I'm trying to do oh, I like prioritise having fun that's a good one what do I want to inject? Um, I keep doing this thing where I keep like looking forward and I keep mm. kind of like, I'm just always thinking of the next stage, like the next job, mm. the next, like I'm always thinking like that. And it's just like, I think this week I need to kind of be in the moment a bit. Like cause I keep trying mm. to plan ahead and, because I just want lots yeah. of things to look forward to in the future forgetting mm-hmm. that I'm going skiing this this very weekend <laughs> like yeah. oh, why am I not excited about that that kind of thing um, yeah that will be fun but yeah but yeah I think just in I think again like, I know we've said this quite a lot but I guess it's it's very important to to kind of enjoy the moment you're in um mm-hmm yeah enjoy the moment you're in and have fun in that and yeah I think that'll be good nice love it yeah anyway thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Injected Podcast we hope that you enjoyed let us know Um, you can tweet us and you can follow us on Instagram as well all at injected underscore pod and yeah you can find me on instagram at alxndr underscore nic yeah 
and you can find me on instagram at d-e-a-n-n-n-a-b underscore go and check out all the holiday content yep yep um yeah and we hope you guys have a lovely rest of your week we hope that you have a good one Mm -hmm. and you guys don't have any family drama like the royal family but we know that those lot are all from eastenders really (laughs) anyway but (laughs) um yeah have a nice day guys